This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret, I think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show. Eric, he's working still. He's about to. We're rolling. Oh, we are? Yeah. Okay. Why the hesitation? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Think All right. I want you to think about that. Now. <laughs> I'll go think about it. I'll talk to you guys in a little while. All right. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Actually, I have, I have a story that I just want to, you know what? This is very, really put very well. And I, I'm going to read it to you because I know we've really been piling on with the you should not have kids thing and just trying to really talk you out of it. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Friday, March 10th, 2023. Sarah, Vinny, Alex, and Brinny, we're all here. Um, the kid question has come up uh, just a, a number of times. So this morning I was looking at uh, this Seth Rogen story. Oh, he famously has no kids, right? And he was talking about, you know, he was being really honest about all of his feelings so I just want to read you some parts from this and you can he's married to a woman named Lauren Miller they've been uh, happily married for 12 years since 2011 and in a new interview he talks really openly about their decision to not to not to to not have any kids okay um, he said uh no, that, that not having children has played a huge part in his success. He feels that not having kids has kept him free to explore. It gives, he's got time to write. He's, he's not exhausted. Um, he said, there's a whole huge thing I'm not doing, which is raising children. <laughs> <laughs> give me his, give me, I want to hear his laugh. I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> The host of this podcast or whatever thing interview said, consider the opposing side of the debate that being parents might have made yours and your wife Lauren's lives happier. Uh, and Seth said, I don't think it would. I've been around, obviously, a lot of children. I'm not ignorant to what it's like. Everyone I know has kids. I'm 40, you know. I know. Some of my <laughs> <laughs> Some of my kids have had kids for decades. Some people want kids. 
Some people don't want kids. He went on to suggest that a lot of people grow their families even before considering whether or not it's actually right for them. Like, have a thought on it. He says, I mean, a lot of people have kids before they even think about it. From what I've seen, honestly, you're just told you go through life, you get married, you have kids. That's what happens. He, I agree with that a thousand percent. Right. If it I, feels if like the any, next thing you do. <clears throat> if there's any point I was trying to make yesterday, and I know I, I probably got carried away, but that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's any point I'm trying to make is, A, first of all, you should be deliberate in your choices, not just going with the flow. Oh, well, okay, let's try that without knowing what that will do to you because it's major, major. And then the other thing I was trying to say is, and this is from my own experience, I got out in front of a lot of things and said, this is what I can manage. This is what I can handle. I'm an alcoholic. I'm not a good dad candidate. This is right. a problem for me. Stress is not my that. friend. I got way out in front. Right. I just got as far out in front of it as I thought I could. And it doesn't matter. You can warn someone a hundred thousand times what kind of pitfalls are in this for them if they join in this endeavor with you. And they'll still think like my Christina was like, you're the most capable person I know. And I'm like, now, now I am. What are you talking about? You didn't about? know me when I was incapable. And if you put a bunch of stuff in my life that makes me really stressed out, I might not be that person that you've been with all these. So anyway, look, I'm not, I'm actually not trying to talk Alex out of it. I do think it's a great subject for discussion. And for the radio and for, you know, like here's Seth talking about it. The alcohol part but is that's a all thing I was trying too, to say because... is be deliberate in your choice. And also, no matter how many promises or deals you make, all that shit flies out the window when the baby comes home with you. That's the reality. The alcohol part is a thing, too. And sometimes I forget. I mean, I remember that I'm an alcoholic, but I, don't, I sometimes I forget that. It is a family disease in many cases as well, so it's another thing that uh, I do oh. try to keep mm-hmm. in there. It definitely runs in the family pretty heavy in mine, so. Oh. Yeah. So you're thinking maybe you don't pass that gene on. Well, I don't know. Or you at least I, warn your kids, you're going to be a raging alcoholic. Well, maybe warn my aura. I don't know. You know, I don't know how that, how that, how that whole thing goes. You know, like that's a well, big problem for me is I don't really know. I've just never been a good person at life. So I'm just like trying to figure that all out, you know. There's still a lot of learning. Yeah, I feel like when I was younger, I felt like I knew everything, and then yes. when I got older and got sober, all of a sudden I just don't know anything, and it's just every day is trying to like, okay, let's just learn how to life, you know. That's kind of my goal for the most part. Oh, learning to mm. life. <laughs> Thank you. Listen. That's, anyway, that's what else does Seth say? Profound. I didn't mean to cut He's, him off, but I just wanted no, no, to inject fine. that. Yeah, and please, I feel free. I mean, I'm just reading you a few quotes. I just liked what he had to say about it in general. He was talking about how, you know, you have to decide if, you know, like, uh, I think the thing I just said was, you go through life, you get married, you have kids, that's what happens. That's sort of like the, the dictate, right? And you have to decide if that is actually right for you. I mean, look, sometimes an accident happens and you wind up having a kid and you really didn't ever think that you would. Like, uh-oh. And she's like, I'm keeping this and we're having this. Um, Seth said that having children is something ne- neither he or his wife ever wanted. So they went into it with that, too. 
going on to add that they've grown more sure of their decision. The older they get, the more sure of it they are. He said, me and my, my wife, neither of us were like that. Honestly, the older we get, the more happy and reaffirmed we are with our choice not to have kids. It was something we kind of talked about more, and we were like, have we made the right choice? Are we sure? And uh, he says, now more than anything, the conversation is like, honestly, thank God we don't have children. We get to do whatever we want. We are in the prime of our lives. We're smarter than we've ever been. We understand ourselves more than we ever have. We have the capacity to achieve a level of work and a level of communication and care for one another and a lifestyle we can live with one another that we're, we've never been able to live before. And we can do that. And we don't have to raise a child, which the word world does not need right now, he says also. Um, and look, these are pretty genuine comments and he's, I don't know if you want to call it refreshingly honest, but there's one person, one couple's decision and why it worked for them. And, uh, just, you know, food for thought. That's all. Am I a terrible person for like finding this article and going, oh, I got to read that to, I got to read that. No, I think that to be honest with you, I know I went off yesterday and it's because I'm living it. Like as we speak, I was trying to express that uh, each day seems to be longer and harder than the the last one. And I'm, I, you know, one of my arguments about not having them straight to Christina was I don't want to work that hard. I just don't. I don't want to work that hard. I'm in my fifties. I don't want to work that hard. And the truth is, that there's no, not only does that, it doesn't matter that I said that. It doesn't matter. We went ahead and had the second kid and we work that hard. That's the end. There's no, well, I'm not doing that because I said I wasn't going to. Well, just lock fuck. her in the a kids, room. What? The kid's looking right at you. What are you going to do? Like what? You're going to walk away? No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're, you're not. just not. And you know what? The, the flip side to this real fast before we move on to whatever else is, I love that kid with all my fucking heart. Both of those kids. I'm completely lost by them. And that's not something I'm used to because I'm more used to being a selfish pig. Honestly, my first thought is me. What do, well, What's in it for me? So that's it's my me. reality. Hi. The center of the universe so, is me. Anyway, I, I do love them and I'm going to parent them till my last day on this planet. But I do want others to realize like you... you you can't make deals about this. They're not going to, they're they not right. Up in yeah, court. Whatever deals you think you're making, they're not going to, those are out the window. As soon as reality right. flashes into your life, you could write them down and make them sign a paper and then bring them to court afterwards though, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you and then your kid you have, you is sitting there that? going, I just needed you to wipe my ass. What is your problem? <laughs> yeah. But it says right here in the contract, dad does not wipe asses. Okay, she signed it. She signed dad it. Dad does not change diapers without gloves. I mean, man, there's so many things that just went right out the window with Vinny. Oh, quick. Yeah, your kid's poop is, it's like even less offensive than your own. Oh, it became the lowest thing on the list. Like the gloves, that was a joke. I was like, just, I I don't have time. I got to change this diaper now. I don't have time for any of that nonsense. And it's, that's actually easy stuff. So I wanted to, anybody? Want no, to add we're anything good. More Let's move on. I wanted to tell you the story, and I met <laughs> when I went to bed last night. I was sort of organizing it in my head, like how I would tell you and stuff. Um, you know, as you do, the shit that happens in your life. Yeah. But then I had these massive leg cramps all night, and, and oh, right. I, that's all I could think about this morning <laughs> as I was wrestling my way out of this boot. So I forgot to tell you this. So I thought I'd just—it's dumb. It's just a dumb little story, right? So yesterday, 
Like I try to eat between 3 and 4 p.m. because I go to bed between 6 and 7 p.m. and I want that food to have started the process. Like get I don't want to lay down with a because I, I like this. A full belly. I don't want to yeah. lay down with a full belly. I like this little Mexican joint down the street. Grillies, what's up? Oh. Or I get a, uh, so I get a burrito bowl. And, yeah. um, you know, because I only eat sad food. It's, just, it's really just a pile of carnitas with um, some sour cream, half an avocado. And that doesn't sound sad. It sounds delicious. It, it is. Sounds it's really re- good. It's really good. But I can't have rice and beans. So John has his bowl with the rice and beans and all that. So, but it's pouring out, right? So I'm like, listen. Let's just put on our boots and our slickers, and we'll go walk over to Grilly's, and we'll we have to walk across the creek. We cross the creek on this bridge, and we'll see how the creek's doing, and we'll see you know all the rain and all the craziness that's happening. So we walk over there, and it's the creek is quite swollen, and hasn't even really started to like it's not it's not it's raining, but it's not the craziness mm-hmm. that happened later in the night. It's only three in the afternoon, so we walk over to Grilly's, and we have our little dinner so yummy we're chatting about things and then we walk back and we're like as we're walking you know where that little bridge is near my house Bryn right Mm -hmm. yeah so we're walking down but there's businesses right there and then there's Mm -hmm. like a there's the main creek which we're perpendicular we're walking toward that but then there's inlets the drainage you know that comes down from the street and down from Mm -hmm. the hills and everything so there's all these like sort of tributaries and in little little influx points and as we turn onto this longish uh, walk toward the bridge we can smell gasoline oh like hardcore super like whoa that is that's a very sharp smell and there is a gasoline uh, there's a gas station all the way across the street and so i'm like oh we get to the bridge and the water is rainbow colored it's like <sighs> that slicked right like oh no, oh, no. So we're kind of looking, and you can tell it's coming in through this little feeder, this little tributary thing that that is a drain, obviously from the other side of the far side of Miller, the big the big uh, mm-hmm. street over there. So I'm like, hey, uh, we should call the police and just let them know that this is happening. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. So he gets on the phone. He calls like the Mill Valley local police, and they the lady, you know, asks a couple questions, then transfers them over to dispatch, and. So as we're standing there and he's on the phone, these two like teenage boys come walking up and and uh, they see us and and I point out the gasoline on the thing and then they're hanging out now they're they're like into it too and I'm like hey kids, let's walk over let's walk up the tributary and over towards the gas station because the the creek starts on the other side let's go and investigate, investigate? let's go oh. see if we can figure out where all this gasoline is coming oh, from oh what it, what brings about this new you you're scared of teenagers i know she's terrified this is of them crazy they were super friendly right from the get-go oh yeah. okay and i was with john so you know, oh, was my, like God, my backup but the kids were very sweet right so we walk and we walked out and we so me and one of the kids cross the street and we're looking and oh it's not there in the thing but then we're standing in like the you know, the drive through area in the gas station and it's uh-huh. rainbow. It's all rainbow and the water's sort of sheeting down off of it and it's going into a storm drain. So I'm like, okay, so this is nothing. This, this Somebody has spilled some gas. It's not bubbling out of the ground or anything. This is, it's literally nothing. But so, you smelled it from so far away. Oh my God. It's, it's, un, it's unbelievable how pervasive the smell was. And how slick the water was, and it was still like that. Like we was, we walked all the way back there, and now the, now the fire department has showed up. Oh no! And they pull, they pull down the thing, and they're taking a look, and they're gonna go and, and no, I'm telling them what you know. Me and my investigative partner, this teenage boy, 
found out over at the at the gas station. You know, we just think someone must have spilled a little bit of gas. And the guy told us. Isn't that right, Timothy? Yes, Timothy. I didn't get their names. I didn't ask them their names. And they didn't ask ours, so. Um, but they were totally hanging with us. Like, they might as well have been our kids because we were all kind of standing together. Like, we're together. We're investigating this. We're the little, de- we're the detectives on scene. So the one of the firemen said a cup of gasoline will will slick something like a thousand square feet so it, maybe someone did a little squirt of gasoline that it will it just it spreads out so thin over the top of water that it would you know 20 olympic sized pools or something would would be slicked by one cup oh. of gasoline he said, if you tell, if, if you spill five gallons of gas into the bay, they won't even respond to that. Like, what are we going to do about that? Like, that's nothing. That's going to, it's going to coat everything from Sausalito to San Francisco. The whole top will be slicked, but they wouldn't, there's nothing that they would even do about that. It has to be sort of like an active gusher thing. But it was, uh, then we get back to the house and we say, after we say goodbye to our co-investigators. To Timothy and right. Ryan. Yeah. And we're sitting in the in the house. You didn't and, invite them in for drinks? No? Uh, no. Uh. It was only 3.30. It's a little too early to drink. Timothy, then. nightcap? Huh? <laughs> so. <laughs> Good work today. <laughs> I really feel like we solved that one. We got to the bottom of it. So then Timothy, John, like three fingers of bourbon, or what's his drink? Any yeah, idea? I, no? You know, I didn't ask because, honestly, we really weren't up for drinks. We really felt like, well, you know, we've got to probably submit some paperwork now over this whole thing. <laughs> so Hard day's work there, yeah. Yeah. So, and mean, you know, meanwhile, we're talking to this one fireman, but the other ones are looking over the creek, and one of them's walking over to see if they can see where the thing, where it's emanating from, and blah, blah, blah. So we get back to the house, and... um we get dry because, by the way, it's pouring the whole time. So we're, you know, our pants are soaked. We we did have our slickers on. We had our official looking raincoats on. Nothing reflective or anything. Don't worry. We didn't have our safety vests on. But we're sitting and we're like, okay, we're going to watch Survivor. So we're a couple minutes into Survivor and John pauses it and he goes, you know, it really bothers me that they think I called 911 over this. I said, you didn't call 911. You just called the cops. He goes, yeah, but the fireman said, um... That I called 911. And I'm like, but you didn't. So who cares? And why is this? And he was like, he goes, I just know this is going to be one of those things where now they think I'm like that old lady that calls 911 because there's a cat in the tree. And they're lumping me in with all these 911 people. I'm like, (laughs) but you know that you didn't do that. He goes, do you ever matter. walk up? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, ahead, do you ever walk up to John? You know, this is your husband, yes. the love of your life yeah. for tw- 30 years now, yeah. right? Yes. Do you ever walk up to him and tell him, you're from fucking Boston and slap him right across the face? <laughs> like, do you guys ever have that Do you like, think I moment? should say that to him? Because I was saying, I'm like, you know, everyone who cares about you knows you didn't call 911. Like, I'm right here. I know you didn't call 911. Like, who gives a shit what the fireman thinks you called and he doesn't care he's yeah. i guarantee you they're not at the thing talking about the guy who called 911 over Forget this thing what what the fireman thinks you're from fucking bot you're supposed to be tougher than Toughen this john up. 
I know. What is this? You've been He's in California on it. way too long, dude. I'm gonna, way too long. I'll use that on him. Because he'll do this sometimes. He goes, oh man, this is a mental fight I'm going to be having the rest of my life. I'm like, you need to let it go right now. This is ridiculous. Those guys, he's like, no, they're all at the fire station right now talking about that pussy that called 911, <laughs> which I didn't even do. I go, yeah, but you know you didn't do that. So who gives a shit what he, it, but also that's not happening. <laughs> it was just so funny. Like the things that we worry about. By the way. Yes, dear. Speaking of Boston, I know Boston. this is not, this is just a quick aside. It just, I was reminded I'm, of I'm as, done with as, that story. Though, as though. I thought about you punching him in the face and reminding him he's from Boston, toughen the fuck up. <laughs> the Boston care? Bruins yes. are all time great team this year, like all time. Oh. oh so oh. if there's ever, like, t- if he's not, well, I don't, I fall off of hockey in a, in a bad way, like, don't even pay attention at all unless there's something happening. It's happening. Boston Bruins are record-breaking season, probably going to win the whole thing. He should get in now and remind himself John, who he up? is. You up, girl? Are you, are you watching the Bruins this year? Uh, no, no. Sounds like a no. Uh, you know, okay. Danny's saying they're having like a Bobby Orr-style year. Like it's big. He's reading some articles. He's got to get in contact oh God. with his roots. Did you That's hear my me point. just? Did you hear me just tell the story about how you were all bummed out that the? Yeah, oh, you, oh, you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you were up, honey. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard Vinny that. says, Vinny says I should remind you. You're from fucking Boston. Toughen up. He's <laughs> <laughs> all oh, He's gonna be fighting. What? What? Funny. It was to make you laugh. No, it wasn't. He was to make her laugh. I can't hear him at all. I am tough. He is tough, yeah. He's saying he is tough. He said he was doing to make you laugh. Well, I I believe him. (laughs) He was was actually, he was mad about it. Like, I can't believe that they think I called 911. Firefighters are like the coolest people. I know. know? Everybody wants to impress them. So I can kind of see why he's like, oh. Well, yeah, except that he's from toughen up, dude. And get back in touch with your roots. Watch the Bruins and see what comes of that. Maybe you'll be less, you know. Watch the Bruins, it'll toughen you up. (laughs) That is all. We are done. Thank you for listening. <sighs> Goodbye. Give me nice the story. special. The I end. Have a great Friday, you mother. Oh, you could have played the fuckers one. Oh, I don't have it ready. I have to like search for it's that. Probably you know. best it's, that you don't. It's too dangerous. We're still we're, we're still rolling. Oh, I gotta get it, motherfuckers. <laughs> I want to hear it. I mean, it's I'll not like, really. A... I like hide that hey, from myself. Hey, uh, you know? you don't go near five eighty, do you? Um, no. Okay. Why is there's a, there there's, a big wreck? There's, there's road closures everywhere. Okay. Check your check your apps before you go home. Yeah, I, do I you get... cross on the Bay Bridge and go up that way, or do you go up through San Rafael and? Go no, over? I do. Yeah, I do go the Bay Bridge though. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, I go the Bay Bridge and then I take something oh. to get to six eighty. I think twenty four. Oh, I... you take twenty four. Yeah, wow. you go underneath the you go through Caldecott the Tunnel. Yeah. Whoa. All right. I suppose that time of day, you're probably okay, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Anytime after around like one ish, two ish, it's, yeah, it's, we're done. So, mm. Mm. all right. Well, bye. Uh, Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. Let's go. Oh, God. All she right. just says that with the right amount of hot sauce, doesn't she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she really does. does. <laughs> it's good. It scares me. All right. The-
end. Yeah, it would so scare good. you if you're yeah. like, you've been in an entanglement with her. You'd be like, oh, I am <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean, I, honestly, that mayor must have been like looking across the room at his wife going, I'm going to have to lose this marriage mm. now. That's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Among she other was, things. She was a big mistake I made, this lady yep. that's on the phone. Leaving God, messages. she looked so cute. And, and the thought of her tits just had me lost in another world. And now... Can't help being a dude. Kerplo- I just TNT'd the whole life. Think about the little brains, yeah. Okay. Mm. Ethan Berkowitz. Sorry, Etho. Eat, eat, whatever. All right. <laughs> I got to go because I'm not even home and... We're generators. Oh, right. I got to get gas. All I got right. a, a lot to do. But hopefully Monday, we're back, back normal. in normal action. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be good. All right. All right, guys. The end. The end. Have a good That's weekend. Were we, was it that the end? Was that the real end? I don't know. Oh, wait. Nobody <laughs> knows. Was that all still on? No, don't yeah, put that in. No, that's all. It was all fine. I think that's good. Give an extra long one for a Friday. I yeah. think that what? was good, yeah. Have a great Friday, you motherfuckers. Well, we Bye. Still, we're still rolling, huh? We are still don't rolling. all of this. Don't leave nah, any of this in. It's all, all good. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Uh, <laughs>